and welcome to the Randall Fisher Show. I am your host, Randall Fisher. And I'm your co-host, Patrice Fisher. I am excited tonight. We have an exciting show tonight. Yes. We're going to be talking about finances tonight. Finances? Finances is sometimes a tough situation to talk about. So tonight, we just want to get right into it. And, yes. and we're here tonight for you. Have any questions for us, give us a call at 240-719-2560. Yes. Uh, first, we always like to say at the onset of the show, we're not life coaches. We're just people with life experiences. And we are believers of Jesus Christ. And yes, at the end of the show, we'd like for you to call in and want to give your life over to Christ. But yes. if you decide that that's not what you want to do, we still want you to call in yes. and talk to us at 240-719-2560. Tonight, I'm excited. I'm really excited for our guest tonight. We have on the show tonight, Loria McLeod. Yes. Loria McLeod, we are happy to have you here. Tell us a little something about All yourself, right. Ms. McLeod. Um, well... Uh, I'm from the DMV area, right. born and raised, and um, uh, went to PG County Schools, went to Parkdale High School. Okay. Um, that's actually kind of like how I got into even being interested in money and okay. um, accounting and anything like that. My favorite teacher in high school was a teacher named Ms. Mims, okay. Okay. and she taught me accounting. Wow. It was accounting okay. course. I don't even know if they do accounting courses now in high school anymore. I don't know, it's time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, that kind of got me into it. So when I first left high school, I went and joined the military. I did okay. that. And then when I came back home, I was supposed to go to University of Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. but I decided to stay home because kind of got homesick when I was gone. Okay. Sure. So I stayed home and I went to um, PG and I started um, a major in business administration and, okay. and accounting. And so I did my two-year degree, getting my associate's degree there. Okay. And then I carried my education forward by going to University of Maryland University College, okay. where I got my bachelor's degree okay. in uh, business administration and um, okay. accounting. Okay. So after I did that, I went straight into getting my master's degree in accounting and okay. financial management, which it that took a while. Mm -hmm. um, I went through a lot of things while I was getting my master's degree, mm -hmm. even with a year of unemployment. Okay. Um, but I was strategic in how I spent my money at the time, mm. because when you don't have a job, you definitely have to be disciplined. Okay. And that's when you definitely have to, you know, stay the course to your budget, okay. and you can't overspend because when you only depended on an unemployment check, which is definitely not... Uh, mm -hmm. the amount that you usually used to coming in as income, you yes. really can um, get yourself in a little hoopla. And okay. you don't want to get yourself in any damage financially, especially when you're not, when you don't have um, a job. Mm -hmm. okay, so, so she gave a shout out yeah. to Miss Mims tonight. So yeah. we, we thank God for her. So tell me something. We, we, um, we talk about finances, and some to some people, finances is taboo. It's a bad thing. Nobody wants to discuss it, mm -hmm. especially in married couples. Sometimes the men don't want to talk about their finances. They have a tough time talking about finance. Tell us some of the myths about um, debt. Some myths about debt. Let me mm -hmm. see. Um, some myths is that you can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. I heard that. One thing is okay. that you know that you can get out of anything if you put your mind to okay. it. You have to definitely be disciplined, so that's definitely a myth. You can get out of debt, no matter how big it is. Okay. Um, and there's ways and different avenues that people can take to get out of debt. Okay. Um, so there, if you do the research, you can get yourself out of anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Um, another one could be um, some people just feel like they are they don't have enough money. You just don't have enough money to reach your goal financially or mm -hmm. to get your budget down to a place where you can really afford it. That's so why right. even attempt? to even have a budget because I don't even have enough money to maintain myself. Mm 
Okay. So you definitely have enough money. You just have to learn how to cut back on some things. Mm. It's a difference between your need list and your want list. Mm. Okay. And some people converge to both of them. And some things that you have on your list as bills is not things that you need. That's good. Wow. I mean, not things that you, the things that you want, you have, replaced, have placed them as things that you need. Wow. Yes. Okay. So those are two major myths that people usually use to not get themselves out of um, debt and get themselves on a budget. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't have debt, you should have a budget. Period. Should have a budget. Wow. Even if you don't have a lot of debt. Okay. Yes, you should have goals that you want to reach financially. Okay. Is there an age limit on setting those goals? I know now that entrepreneurs and businessmen and women are starting in high school. Mm -hmm. Do you think that people can actually start, children can start in middle school as far as establishing or building their finances? Because sometimes parents, they will give allowance. I don't know if they still do it, but you get an allowance. Say, for mm -hmm. instance, a parent gives their child an allowance every week for cleaning up. Mm -hmm. um, is there something that you can say to a child, perhaps in their teens, early teens, uh, as far as how they can start saving their money a little at a time? Well, I think that um, definitely there's a lot of uh, people who are doing different academy, business academies for kids. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one thing that um, you can do if you got kids in your home and they're having their own business, one thing is you teach them how to run their business. Okay. So if they have a lemonade stand, you're going to say, okay, I'm giving you um, $100. This is your capital. Okay. Because you, anytime you start a business, of course, you need startup right. money. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is your $100, and after this, I'm not going to give you any more money. You have to make the money to sustain your business. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's good. So when you give them that capital money, they're going to go and they're going to buy a product. Mm -hmm. Okay. They're going to go buy the product that they need, but they need to be able to establish how much it's going to cost, how mm -hmm. much is the lemonade going to cost, mm -hmm. how much is the stand going to cost. Mm -hmm. If you're going to hire personnel, how much is that going to cost? How, mm -hmm. how much money do you need to generate in order for you to um, cover your expenses? That's good. Mm -hmm. Because That's if good. you don't generate enough money, then you're going to be bankrupt. So these mm -hmm. are things that you have to teach your kids. At a, you sit them down and say, okay, we're going to create a budget. Okay. So here's, here's how much money you starting out with. Mm -hmm. All right, now you have how much money you're spending. From what okay. you're spending, if you're going to okay. spend um, $50 on product, already you need to make $50 to replace what you already yes. spent out. Yes. Now you want to get to a place where you have a net income, you have a surplus. Mm -hmm. So you're saying, okay, well, this month I want to make... Um, I want to make um, $1,000. So how many lemonades do you need to sell to make $1,000? Mm -hmm. So then you have to just begin. And how much do you, and then also you have to go back to how much you want to sell it for. Mm -hmm. Because That's then you good. have to research the market. How much are lemonades going? Mm -hmm. Lemonades are $5 a cup at Starbucks, mm -hmm. but they might be um, $3 a cup at um, Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. So then you begin to do those things. So you teach your kids how to market their product. So you learn that at a young age. By the time they're 20 and 21 and 30, they'll be rock stars. Well, you hear when you hear tonight, we're it. talking about lemonade stands. How to start a <laughs> lemonade stand for all you children that want to start a lemonade stand, or you parents who want your children to do something. Yes. So give us a call tonight at two four zero seven one nine two five six zero if you have any questions about finances on tonight. Well, um, Loria, tell me something. How were you when you were a child with money? Um. Well, let me just say a little bit about my childhood. Um, okay. I had a really great childhood. I didn't have a whole lot of issues and problems, okay. um, but my mother was very, um, she had a really uh, big role in how I view money. Mm -hmm. okay. My mom was a very hard worker and she worked two jobs okay. just to wow. make sure that we sustained. Okay. Wow. And um, she would get off her government job mm -hmm. and leave and work and she worked in a um, mental home with uh, retarded and handicapped um, people. Mm -hmm. She worked there from 
the time she got off from the government job to I think 11, 12 o'clock at night. Wow. And so my dad, um, he was living in the house that we live in now, and he could not meet the payments in the house. Okay. And, of course, my mom and dad are there separated. And so okay. he decided to say, oh, I want you to come and take the house. I can't longer maintain the payments. He was, like, behind maybe six months in okay. the mortgage payments. Mm -hmm. I don't know how, whatever they got going on over there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she came in. She gutted the house out. And she used her money to rebuild the house and get the house back in standing. And I saw and watched her work hard mm -hmm. as a woman to get that done. Mm -hmm. And so it just showed me that you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Mm -hmm. Because she walked in a situation that was already in debt. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have to do that. But because she wanted the house to stay in our name and stay in our family, she did what she had to do to get that done. Mm. So my mom is kind of, she's my hero when it comes to finances. And mm -hmm. I just watched her over the years just work really, really hard to get the money that she needed mm -hmm. um, um, to be able to maintain, to maintain and sustain herself in financially. Mm -hmm. So once I got older, she already had me at a place where I was already used to having what I want. Mm -hmm. I was already used to living a certain way. <laughs> I'm already used to eating a certain way. I'm already used to being treated a certain way. Okay. So therefore, I already have a high standard. Yes. So I'm not going to allow my life to be lower than what she has already set for That's me. That's so okay. good. So one thing that I, when I did, once I got a job, okay. my first job was at Blockbusters. Mm -hmm. So once I got oh, a job... Wow. I, when I started getting my checks, I was already starting to save up money. Mm -hmm. cool. Or I would use my money to do the things that I wanted mm -hmm. to do. And um, before I even got a job, I remember one time, and this is when I decided I was like, oh, I would never not be without money. Because mm -hmm. I'm like really heavy on my hair. Mm -hmm. And I okay. wanted my hair done. I would get my hair done every week like I do now. Okay. And, <laughs> okay. and um, I didn't have the money to go get my hair done. Mm -hmm. I said, this is a problem. Okay. So for me not to have the money to not have my hair done, I was like, because to me, that's an essential right. thing for me. Okay. I want my hair done every week. Okay. And so um, I, I was on the floor putting together quarters so that I could get my hair done mm -hmm. because this is something that I really wanted. Mm -hmm. And so um, I did what I had to do, but I was like, I would never put myself in a position to not have money to do the essential things that I need mm -hmm. in my life. And so I just started to save my money and put my money, put my money up. Um, of course, I had times where I relapsed and mm -hmm. went into debt and things, but okay. I always learned how to dig my way out. And, but, okay. and that's I'm just good. telling you, like, it's because I just watched my mother dig her way out of a lot of financial situations. Mm -hmm. And so I just learned from her. You know, I'm listening to what you're saying, it's but one thing I want to point out is, you know, shout out to your dad who had enough wisdom to ask your mother to come in yes. and take yes. over. Absolutely. Because some men with their pride would have just kind of, that's right. it, and they went on out of the way. So right. I really want to, because sometimes men feel like they're not doing enough or they didn't make the right decision. But we heard a story tonight that a, a dad had enough wisdom mm -hmm. to say, listen, I, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm not able to take care of this right now. Mm -hmm. Can you help out? Right. And shout out to your mother who was said, you know, didn't talk about him so bad and was able to say, you know what? Okay, I'll take this on. I'll do yeah. this. I'll do this for you and, and did good with it. That's a, a, a beautiful story. Mm -hmm. I, I like what I heard. It kind of gives me, you know, it's just like, okay. And if a lot of men would just step up now and, and move the pride out of the way mm -hmm. and talk about mm -hmm. how they deal with finances mm -hmm. and ask for help. Because what he did, he asked for help. Yes. So if you need help tonight, give us a call at 240-719-2560 if you need a help with your financial situation. That is an example right there of a man really being a man. Yes. See, we look yes. at it. If we look at it, we'll think, "Oh, well, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. But he did one thing right." Yeah. Wow. wow that just that just That's gets good. me. That gets me. <laughs> you know, he did one thing right. Um, 
to ask his wife to, you know what, I know things are like, and I, and, and, and I like the way you said it you're, you're respectfully. You, you yes. understand what I'm saying? We heard what you said, but you said it respectfully. Yes. Which was which was a beautiful thing. I was thinking about two things. I was thinking about discipline, the discipline that it takes mm -hmm. to dig your way out. Uh, then also having a vision, and then knowing or learning how to dig your way out. Mm -hmm. Can you speak on that? The importance of number one, having a vision, mm -hmm. a strategy, meaning a strategy or a plan. But then number two, the discipline in order to be consistent in executing the plan. Okay, well, I think the first thing that you have to realize is anytime you got to dig your way out of any something, it means you got to make a sacrifice. Okay, mm -hmm. speak on that. So if you are now willing to make a sacrifice, mm -hmm. then it's not going to work. Mm -hmm. um, one of the points that I'm going to actually talk about later is about faith mm -hmm. and how... Everybody wanna everybody say, Yeah, I got faith, I got faith, I got mm -hmm. faith. But the Bible also says that faith without works is dead. Mm -hmm. So if there's no works behind you wanting to dig your way out, which means that, hey, I might have to go and get me a second job. That's good. I might have to work at a restaurant. I might have to work at um, a retail store. I might have to do an Uber. That's I may have good. to do Lyft. Whatever you what do you have to do to get yourself out of that I love it. That deep place, that dark place. Mm -hmm. What was your second question? I was thinking about number one, mm -hmm. um, was the first one was strategy or having a vision, mm -hmm. and then number two, disciplining yourself. Right. You spoke on how your mother was consistent. You watched her be consistent in disciplining herself because it was important that she get through that, right? That process or mm -hmm. that that experience that she was having. Sometimes um, we can be uh, we as a people can be a little wrapped up in materialistic things, and it can get out of hand. Right because there's no discipline right. or you've allowed yourself to be disciplined for a certain amount of time but then when you decide to treat yourself sometimes we go too far with treating ourselves and then we have to try to figure out a way to reel ourselves back in right so now I was young when this happened okay. I, I remember snippets of it mm -hmm. um, I think when we moved when we left initially I was three and then when we came back I think I was 12 mm -hmm. but I watched my mom strategically, first of all, when you're doing something like this, you need people around you to support you. I like that. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have children. Mm -hmm. good so point. she had a child and she had a good support system around her because in order for her to work two jobs, for her yes. to get out of that debt, someone yes. had to watch me. Mm -hmm. See, that's good. And so, I mean, um, it, there was different people. Mm -hmm. My aunts, my, 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 um, my brother's girlfriends, mm -hmm. you know, they really put themselves in a place. So I was always in safe hands. And that's another thing that you have. Don't be so blinded while you're trying to get yourself out of something okay. that you don't keep your kids in a safe place. Ooh, that's so good. So that's one thing that they did. That she placed me in a safe place and safe hands. And, of course, I was with my father at times. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing is that she put, she had a, you have to have a um, support system. Mm -hmm. So once she had that support system, she was able to work those two jobs. And was able to put those things into place. That's so good. So, and she had to be disciplined. I'm sure it was time she was tired. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it was time she was frustrated. I'm sure it was time she wanted to go on a trip. Yeah. She wanted to do different things, That's but good. she did that sacrifice not to do those things in order for her to get her, that house back on track. Because now that house is something that can be passed down mm -hmm. to her children's children. Right. This is in our family mm -hmm. for however we right. want to keep the house in our family. Wow. Inheritance, a legacy. Yes. So sometimes your your sacrifice does leave a legacy. And it should. Wow. You should want to leave a legacy for your children. That's what I was getting ready to touch on. How important should it be to whether it's a single parent 
or married couple for you to establish a legacy mm -hmm. because we could want things we could want cars we could want houses we could want jewelry you name it we want it but then after that there should be something else yes you're right there should be something else you should want to build something that it will um that has your name on it yeah and it will sustain beyond mm -hmm. your now yeah that's so good like your money should go so if i put my money inside of a um a bond Mm -hmm. In seven years, that money is going to be worth way more than it is worth in the present now. That's good. So you have to, that's the same thing as when you start to budget your money and you begin to think financially healthy, mm -hmm. then you're going to start thinking about your future. You're going to start thinking about your children's children. Mm -hmm. You're going to think about how you can purchase future um, uh, properties and mm -hmm. um, get into uh, trust funds and things like that so that your money is always turning over, over and over and over and building and building. You know, it's interesting that you say that because mm -hmm. what happens in our African-American community, we, we never put our money into things that gives us a return. Yeah. You know, yeah, we have a few good. people that do that's it. Good. I'm not going to say this is, you know, everybody, yeah. but mm -hmm. for the most part from our experiences, we go buy clothes, we mm -hmm. buy cars, exactly. we buy jewelry, yeah. we buy stuff that does have, doesn't come back, has no return on it that's at good. all. And mm -hmm. then we're looking around, and we all we can see is our clothes, our jewelry, mm -hmm. our car. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can't even afford to pay for that. Yeah. But we went out there, and we've kind of, we're not taking an interest on making an interest. So, <laughs> That's good. So uh, tonight, if you're having some struggles, give us a call at 240-719-2560. So I have a question to ask you now, right? A lot of people are, like you said, you have to work two jobs, three jobs, whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. But you have a lot of people who are so down about their finances that they just sit on the couch mm. and they feel like they don't have the energy. Okay. Right? They don't have the energy to do it. Mm. They feel like they've tried it before. It's not working. Um, I, I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to sit here and whatever happens, happens. Because a lot of men have, have done that. I've been one of those when things were just so tight and I'm just like, okay, there's really nothing else for me to do. I, I just got to wait and see what happens. Mm -hmm. That's a bad place to be. Mm -hmm. What kind of advice would you give somebody that may be right now, sitting on the couch right now, thinking, this is just too much? That's mm. a good question. Um, you know what I would say? You have to pray, okay. number one. Okay. Um, and also, it also goes back to that support system. Okay, that's good. I have friends um, that I met in high school, and I called them my lifelong friends. Mm -hmm. And when we get together, we don't talk about, I mean, we talk about relationships and we talk about different things like that. Okay. But one thing that we do talk about is money. That's okay. good. And all of them are successful. All of them have been to college. They have their master's degrees. Mm -hmm. um, none of, well, one of us has children because she was married. Okay. Um, and we have no children. We have, they have properties and they got businesses. So when you surround yourself mm -hmm. with people who are doing something, that's good. when one of us is down, we go and see about them. Wow, that's good. So that's one thing that you definitely have to have. Okay. Another thing is like if you're sitting on that couch right now, and you feel like you cannot get yourself out of it, okay. seek out a financial coach. That's good. Seek out um, some even a financial program that you may have at your church. Seek out somebody who um, is talking to you or, or shows some signs that they're financially responsible. This is good. So that you can get yourself out of it. And like, another, like I said, pray that God will send the right people in your life to get you out of that rut. Because people can be depressed and you can get in certain ruts and it's hard to come out of those things. Mm -hmm. But if you got the right people surrounded around you, no one who loves you is going to let you stay down. 
that's good right there. I like that because we, most of the time, even if, you know, I, I come from the addiction uh, world, mm -hmm. and most of the time when we're going through that, when we don't, we're out of drugs, we're out of money, whatever the case may be, we kind of gravitate to the people that are right where we're at. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah, the people who are really doing it, they're not really interested. If you can't buy, we're not interested. <laughs> so now you're sitting down with the people who, you know, you're, both of y'all are sitting there hoping something happens. So it, it's, it's very important that the people that you are around. Yes. You know, and you have to know that there's something better. Exactly. For me, uh, uh, growing up in foster care, all my life I always, the one thing, I, and I still think it, mm -hmm. there's got to be something better. Yes. There's got to be something this better, you know. Now, it, it may be some things I'm doing is not I'm not seeing better yet, mm -hmm. but I still know that there's got to be something, something better. Something. And I just believe that tonight that somebody has to know there's got to be something better than what you're going mm -hmm. through right now. Give yes. us a call at 240-719-2560. We're going to take a break and we'll this be right good. back.
Welcome back to the Randell Fisher Show. Tonight we're still talking about finances. If you have any yes. questions about finances, please give us a call at 240-719-2560. Dr. Lori is here with us tonight, and <laughs> yes. she is doing such a great job educating yes. us. That's why if you see me a little quiet and just staring at her, <laughs> because I'm trying to learn for myself tonight. Yes. So, uh, yes. Dr. Lori, tell me something. Mm -hmm. What is the best way to save money? That's the good. best way to save money. Yeah, in your opinion. Okay. Mm -hmm. First of all, you need to create a budget. That's okay. the first way. Right. So a budget is basically your spending plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we make plans for everything else. We make plans to go on a trip. Sure we does. make plans for our week. We, yes. make, okay. we even make plans to lose weight. That is okay. true. We make all these plans, but do we make plans for our money? Mm -hmm. okay. So good. when you... um. You get ready and you say, okay, I want to save money. First, you got to create a budget because you need to see um, how much money can you save? How okay. much money can you afford to save? That's good. Okay. Because if you overextended in your expenses, mm -hmm. it's going to be hard for you to save money. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing I need you to do. So when you do your budget, the first thing that you have to do is um, you put your income down. Okay. How much money do you make okay. in, a, in a month? So you put that down in a month. Then you write down all of your expenses, mm -hmm. every single one of your expenses. Yes. So one tool that I use to um, track my expenses is, is a, a, a website called mint.com, M-I-N-T.com. Okay. When you go to mint.com, you put all, every card that you use, every credit card, every bank card, you put all that information there. You can even put your car information in there, yes. your insurance information okay. in there, yes. and they put all your information inside of that system. Yes. And it, it, it budgets, it, it shows a spreadsheet or a pie chart of how you spend your money. Mm. Yes. So you go in there, you can see that you spent 85% of your money in restaurants, mm -hmm. or you spent 20% um, of your money on clothes. Yes, that's wow. good. So that way you can start to see how do you spend your money. And actually, this is a good time to go on there and do it because it's going to bring all your income from all the 2019, mm -hmm. and it's going to give you a picture mm. of how you spent your money this year. For the entire that's year. Scary. For the entire year. <laughs> he that, said that, that's, that's scary. scary. Yeah, it is that's scary. That's scary right there. Yeah. That, that's scary. And then also <laughs> on Mint.com, you can create a budget. Okay. And when you create your budget, you're going to go in, you're going to look at all your expenses. You're going to see where you overextended. You're mm. going to see where, uh, places where you underextended. You're okay. going to see how much money you made for that year. And you're going to see where your money went. Okay. And so once you create that budget, you're going to create that budget so that you can save. Okay. So you're going to have to cut back on going out to restaurants, mm. which means that you got to cook. I like that. <laughs> yeah, because mm -hmm. people don't want to cook no more. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll be trying. I'll be trying. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that on another segment. We have somebody that may can help us out with that, but hey. we, we won't do that tonight. But if you have any questions tonight, give us a call at 240-719-2560. I do have a question. Go ahead. Since we're in the season of uh, Christmas, there's been Thanksgiving. Uh, during these holidays, people spend a lot of money. A lot. And... After Christmas is over and you have overextended yourself, sometimes people spend more than what they expect, as you know. And then as the at the beginning of the year, they're stressed out because they're trying to figure out how in the world am I going to get through this? Mm -hmm. And I think my question is, because you hear this a lot, um, how can you get back or how can you begin to restore um, in those areas where you have overspent yourself? Okay. And, and not be so stressful. Not be so stressful. Okay. Well, first of all, you have to come into the realization that you have overextended yourself. Okay. Yes. Like, really, this is your truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have okay. to, like, I really have done. And then you have to come to a place where you, do you want better? 
because your motivation is everything. And then you're going to do whatever you have to do to make sure that you don't get back to that place again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a fight. Mm. So if I, for Christmas, if I already know that every year since whenever Mm -hmm. I go and I buy all these gifts and I overextend myself every year. Right. When I'm going, I'll create my budget for the next year where I decide that I'm coming to myself and I'm going to discipline myself financially. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm in my budget because you have long-term goals, you Mm -hmm. have intermediate goals, and Mm -hmm. then you also have short-term goals. Mm -hmm. So that could be one of your long-term goals. Okay. So when you set your goals for your budget, you're going to say, okay, for Christmas this year, I want to spend $2,000. Okay. So you set up, you, if you're disciplined enough, you can mm-hmm. set up an account mm-hmm. and put, okay, so if you're starting in January, you got $2,000. Okay. Right. You're going to save $166 a month. Now, when mm-hmm. you do your budget, if it shows that you cannot do that, that means that you can't do $2,000. Mm. Right. And you so, have to accept right. that. So once you do your budget, because when you do your budget, you're going to have your income and you're going to have your expenses. And at the bottom, it's going to say, it's going to tell you whether you either overextended or if you underextended. You want to be underextended because you want to have money left over after you pay your bills. Wow. That's the only way you're going to be able to save. Okay. Because truth be told, some people have a, an ex, uh, a spending addiction. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Shopping addiction. Oh, yes. I love a garment. And <laughs> She's supposed to be teaching us. But, that, but there's a balance here. She she enjoys spending on what she likes, but she still knows how to balance. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the key. You were talking about knowing what you can handle as far as what you need, but mm-hmm. then also understand that there's some things you might like to do. Like you said, get your mm-hmm. hair done once a week. Mm-hmm. But you can budget your expenses in order to fit that in. Exactly. Exactly. So one thing that I sacrificed this year okay. was traveling okay now every good. year from since whenever i've go to two different countries a year so yes. this year was the only year that i did not do that okay because i knew that i wanted to do some things and so i was like okay i'm, I'm not going to do that because i can easily spend five thousand dollars on two trips out of the country mm-hmm. probably That's even good. more than that okay. yeah and so um i said i'm not going to do that this year and so that was one thing that i sacrificed mm-hmm but next year, I'm going on a trip. And so, <laughs> therefore, I've already, in my mind, mm-hmm. have said, okay, where am I going to cut up back in certain areas so that I still don't get myself back to where I was, mm-hmm. back into debt because of trips that I want to go on. That's so good. now you have to do a travel account. Okay. So when yes. I do my budget, I'm going to see what areas can I cut back on so that I can get – but you still have to pay – the essential things. Mm-hmm. That's you good. need to pay your credit like cards. Mm-hmm. You need to pay your bills on time. Those are the things that you have to do. Mm-hmm. So after I handle my business, what do I have left to as play money to do other things, extracurricular activities that I want to do? Mm-hmm. You have to really have a discipline because you can't stop paying your light bill or don't pay right. it for two months. Right. Go on a trip and come back, and you then don't. you your lights are out. Your lights are out, right. or then you asking people for money, and yeah. you just. All over yeah. the place. Yeah. And people tend to do that. Yeah. Um, you don't want to do that. And that's not a good habit. And, mm-hmm. be, and be okay with it. It's not, it doesn't mm-hmm. even out. Mm-hmm. Because you come back stressed. Exactly. And what I've seen some people do is they go on the vacation, spend that money. Then they're stressed, you're stressed out. after the vacation because they, sh- they realize they shouldn't have spent the money. Exactly. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't earn out. It don't. And so you, know, you really didn't benefit from that. You didn't. You know what the Bible says? What's the it Bible says say? Talk about that the a borrower Come on. is a slave to the lender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you continue so to put yourself in a place where you're always overextending yourself, mm-hmm. that's good. you become a slave to the lender. 
So now you got to keep trying to find ways, as Pastor would say, trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. Mm -hmm. That's how you live your life. And it's just not that's a not sane healthy. way to live. And you also, you're caught in trying to uh, keep that relationship with the, the lender. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. you don't want to offend the lender. Bonded. You don't want to, you know what I mean? You got to walk a, a, a tightrope when you borrow something from somebody yeah. until mm -hmm. you pay it back. Yeah, you know you what I'm saying? So while you're going through all that, you got to go through that tightrope. And mm -hmm. they may even say something to you a little jazzy because that's <laughs> the kind of person that they are. Right. But you know what? I like what, what you're saying. But you, for some people, like for me, that, that that's giving me a headache. <laughs> thinking about all the different things you like to do. Mm -hmm. And I know why it's giving me a headache because I come from a world where, you, you know, it was free free money, you know, in, in a sense. And you're kind of spending, and you're not even calculating how you spend it. you just kind of spending. And a lot of us have came from that era mm -hmm. where we had that, that kind of situation in our lives. Mm -hmm. And how do, you, um, how do you tell a person that you should just spend, right? I'm talking to... Let me let me just say it like this. I'm talking to the hustlers now. That's right. To the gamblers now. I'm talking to y'all tonight because some of y'all are not doing it anymore. And you're suffering from the fact that you're not able to have the money like you used to have. So now you're depressed because you don't have that money. And you're wavering. You're thinking, I should go back to what I've been doing. And people are telling you, no, you should do it this way because God wants you to do mm -hmm. this way. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to talk to them for, uh, for, for, for a few minutes. Okay. And so I'm asking um, Lori that to help you understand on tonight what it is that you need to do to get yourself out of that even mindset. That's mm. good. That's good. Mm. Well, you just used to splurging. You used to doing. Exactly. That's going to take a level of dying. Okay. You got to die to your old self because okay. that was mm. a fantasy like you was leaving, living. Okay. That's not real life. I like that. Okay. That, I like was, that. Um, that was um, a world that you created. A mm. world that you created. And now that you came to a place where you want to be integral. Mm -hmm. My God. Come on. Mm -hmm. You have to literally change everything about who you are That's and that even your hunger for the things that you want because mm -hmm. um you have certain desires that you get once you get to a level of money mm -hmm. if i was making a hundred thousand or mm -hmm. if i made a million dollars a year mm -hmm. and all of a sudden i lose everything yeah you gonna probably just i mean i don't want you to yeah. have a stroke but you yeah. yeah, you're going to panic. You're going yeah. to be stressed out exactly. because you're used to living that high exactly. life. This is good. And so you have to literally come all the way down mm -hmm. in your thinking, in the things that you want. That's a serious humility process. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's just a level of dying that you have to go through. You know, mm -hmm. I like what you say. You say a level of dying because some people actually feel like dying. Mm -hmm. When they don't have what they used to have, when right. they don't, they're not able to do it anymore. Right. And I've heard a lot of young people, even I used to say it myself, I'm not working on nine to five. You know what I'm saying? When I can make this kind of money right. just hanging out on the corner right. all night, I can make this kind of money. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people who have uh, changed their lives. That's yeah. why I brought that up. I know a lot of people who are, are trying to do better now. Yeah. A lot of people who don't want to go to jail. A lot of people who don't want to look over their shoulders. They actually really want to get it right and they want to do it the right way. That's but good. they're dealing with something. Now, I brought that out because me being a person who... Um, you know, uh, uh, I suffer from addiction, but I've, you know, I've been clean and sober for 14 years, but I recognize one thing, mm -hmm. that I still have some behavior mm -hmm. that went along with my addiction mm -hmm. that I haven't gotten in check yet. Wow. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I have some thoughts that I have not gotten in check yet because it's still 
It's part of my addiction. Right. Mm-hmm. You see, so I got that covered. I don't have to worry about getting higher, drinking, or doing That's any good. of that more, right. no more. I got. I believe I have that. Mm-hmm. But I know I still have some behaviors that go along with it. Right. And trying to, you don't know when that really, that thing is going to really pop for you. Like, exactly. oh, I'm free. Mm-hmm. You, you understand what I'm saying? So that's why this is so important tonight this because a lot good. of people just want to be free. Mm. They just want to be free, and that's why it's called debt free because people <laughs> want to be free. If you want to be free tonight, give us a call at 240 719 2560. I like this. I like what you said because mm-hmm. you, one key point you said is that you're going to have to change your whole way of thinking, mm-hmm. change your life. Uh, and I'm the type of person where I, I know what I can what I need and what I want, what I don't have to have, so to speak. Um, I'm the type of person if, you know what, I think you can be creative. If you can't, if, you, if you're trying to save your money in one area and you know, okay, well, I can't vacation this year, mm-hmm. then there's little things, and you can, you can speak mm-hmm. on that too, there's little things you can do in between to keep those type of activities or things right. that you would like to do. So you don't mm-hmm. have to have a two-week or an eight-day vacation. Right. You can do something else that's Different. fun within mm-hmm. your area. Right. Can you speak so, on that? Um, oh, uh-huh. all right, we got a call. We have a caller on the line. Sure call it, go ahead. Hi, how are you? Hello? Hello. Yeah, who am I have the pleasure of talking to? This is Ambria. This is who? I can't hear you. Turn her back. This is Ambria. Ambria. Hi, Ambria. How are you, Ambria? Good, how are you? We are excellent. How can we help you tonight? Um, so how, uh, what is the way that I'm able to manage all of my credit card debt? Mm-hmm. Good question. Good, did you, did, what was the question? She's looking away. How does she manage her credit card debt? All of them. All of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so one thing with your credit card debt, one thing that you have to do is, um, First, you go, of course, you make the budget. You It depends on how many credit cards you have. How many do you have that have um, balances? Two. Two. Okay, that's good. That's not that bad. <laughs> All right, so when you go and you, um, you put, first you want to write down your balance, how much you owe. Then you want to create your budget. So when you create your budget, you put down all your expenses, of course, outside of the credit cards. And then what you're going to do is you separate your essential um expenses from your credit card expenses so that you can see what the difference is once you do that and you have the balance of how much you owe you put in your mind how when do you want to pay this credit card off so let's say you want to pay it off by the end of this year but when Mm -hmm. you are getting ready to do the budget when you once you say okay i'm gonna put um pay 250 dollars on this credit card a month you also, in the, in the balance column, you have to add in the interest that is going to be added to the balance after your payment. Mm-hmm. Because when you have credit cards, of course, you have interest. Mm-hmm. So that could be a strategic way to make a, create a budget so that you can pay your credit card down. Another thing that you can do is you find a credit card that has no interest payment. And then you do a balance transfer and you transfer your balance to that credit card. That credit card is going to have a date that you have to pay that balance off by. Mm-hmm. You have to pay it off by that time or it's going to start accumulating interest on the other credit card. That's good. Wow. That's so good. once, Because that's an easy way to pay it down without the interest. Okay. So those are two essential ways that you can do to pay that credit card down quicker. Mm-hmm. And also don't keep charging it up. That's good. Cool. That's great. Thank you so much. Oh. Thank you. Uh, uh, did, we, did we help you tonight? Yes, he absolutely did. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you.
You said something that I wasn't aware of, that they actually had no interest credit cards. Mm -hmm. There's different specials that go on your different credit cards. Okay. Even the ones that you have now, okay. if you pay attention, when they have different promotions that okay. they do. And when that promotion pop up, you can do a balance transfer and transfer money to that account. But it's on my fee. So it's like okay. a... Um, some of them have like a 3% or you pay a certain okay. fee, whichever one is higher. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it's, okay. it's worth it. If, you got, if you're transferring $3,000, mm -hmm. it's worth it. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the good, caller, the caller when you asked her how many credit cards does she have. How many credit cards should a person have? That's good. Good question. Um, it depends on how much money you make. Okay. If you can't handle the money that you're going to be putting on them cards, That's okay. good. then you shouldn't have them. Mm -hmm. okay. Because if you get a card, because what's going to happen is you're going to get it, you're going to start using it. The mm -hmm. more you use it, that balance is going to inch up, inch up, okay. inch up. Before you know it, you're going to have a $20,000 um, purchase, mm -hmm. um, be able to purchase that much credit limit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can imagine somebody who don't have spending discipline mm -hmm. with $20,000 on a credit good. card. That's good. You're going to be going <laughs> everywhere, Hawaii and everything. And before you know it, you're back in debt. So should you have, so, so basically should you have one or two? I mean, um, I think seven? that if you make a certain amount of money, um, mm -hmm. You should have two, but the two, thing okay. is the balance, okay. the um, credit limit. Okay. okay. Just make sure that you, because what happens is once you get a credit card, let's say you charge the card up. Okay. When you pay the card all, how it affects your credit is, if you pay it all the way off, okay. your okay. credit is not going to be affected. Okay. Because right. the bank want to know that they making money off of you. Mm -hmm. Right. But if you pay it down to only owing 30%, mm -hmm. so you owe 100 and you pay you know, 80. Okay. And so you got, um, you got $30 left. Mm -hmm. You're going to get interest on that $30, right? Mm -hmm. So after that, then, um, $20. Then after that, what's going to happen is the bank going to say, oh, they're a good customer. And they, mm -hmm. guess what? Your score going to go up. Mm -hmm. So that's how those credit card things. But they got bad debt and you got good debt. Bad debt is when okay, you get credit cards and you just spending money on the car. Yeah. You're, not get, you're not making no money off of it. Mm -hmm. Good debt is like if I go get a line of credit for mm -hmm. my business, mm -hmm. that's good. I'm going to create my business so that I can make money off the money that the bank gave me. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that I'll be able to, the money that I make is going to be more than they gave me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I can just pay the money off. That's good. So you want to use correct um, debt, I mean credit, um, effectively. Okay. Mm -hmm. So help us understand tonight about interest rates. Because you know you hear uh, this interest rate, you, mm -hmm. whether it's 7.5, 4.2, or whatever the case may mm -hmm. be. Um, what is a good interest rate? Because a lot of people really don't know what that is. Yeah. Really don't know what that means. 7.5 on a credit card is fantastic. Okay. Yes, Most is. of them are 29 point, that's exactly. 30, almost 30 percent. Exactly. Right. That's a lot of money exactly. to be paying every month on a $2,000 credit card. Now, does it sure. matter what type of credit you have as far as credit cards is concerned, whether what interest rates you get, or is just the credit card company itself have a standard interest rate? Um, I think it's both. Okay. It depends on the credit card. Okay. So some of them is based on the co on the company, and some of them is based on you as a spender. Okay. So um, for, ex for example, um, I have an American Express. Okay. But the, when I first got the American Express, I think my interest rate was like twelve thousand. I mean, twelve percent or something okay. like that, which is mm -hmm. really good for okay. American Express. Mm -hmm. And also, I get this is another thing that you can do. You get credit cards that have um, dual benefits, okay. so it gives me points on mm -hmm. any Delta flight that I want to um, Delta flight that I want to take. Okay. So the more money I spend, my points add up, and then I get a trip. Okay. to wherever I want to go right. on them, okay. or basically on my spending points. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but now they just changed my interest rate. 
Just because. Just because. Yeah. So once they change it to a higher rate, now it's like it's at a higher rate. Mm -hmm. But they can change it at any moment. And that's something that was placed into law. Um, and they can change it without notice. Exactly. Now that Trump is in office. Because before mm -hmm. Obama had it, so that they had to tell us. Okay. But now they don't have to. Mm. Wow. You see, here, here we're yeah. learning about interest rates tonight. We're learning about government, what's going on in the government. As you see, she mentioned one presidency to another. Yeah. So well, if you have any changes. questions tonight, give us a call at 240-719-2560. Mm. Uh, one of the questions I had, I think we were just speaking on, as far as the little things that you can do um, in cutting back the things that you may not need. For instance, I was just speaking about um, taking a vacation. Mm -hmm. If you decide, according to your budget, I cannot afford to take a vacation because I'd rather take that money and invest it in something else or save it. Um, I think that there's other little things that you can do to still enjoy <coughs> your, your moments of fun or pleasure. Can you talk on that? Because some people can just cut out vacation mm -hmm. and think that, okay, there's nothing else for me to do. Just save. But there's some little things that you can do in between the yeah. discipline. It definitely is. First of all, research is key. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't That's like true. to research. And mm -hmm. so there are different trips that you can take mm -hmm. that are not expensive. Cool. And some, there's a lot of places that are like right here in this country. We have not been in so many places that are here. That's wow. good. That you can go and find a trip okay. and drive there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get an um, affordable, decent hotel and stay yes. there and have a great and wonderful time on mm -hmm. a budget. On a budget. Um, one thing that I did this year... Um, I actually did go out of the country, but it was on a cruise. And I won't be counting those. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I um, went on a cruise. That cost me, I think, $400. Okay. See? So compared to the trips that I usually take, uh, okay. which are way more, mm -hmm. that was some, that was in my budget, okay? I could just pay that and I could go. Plus, I was with family. It was a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, it was a good trip. And so um, it's different things that you could do. There are travel um companies yes. that have different packages yeah you could travel as, as a group yes that also makes things cheaper because you got more people in the hotel room mm -hmm. yes um when you want where if you only go by yourself or you go with one other person then you all the expenses are just on two people but if you bring a whole group of people make sure y'all mesh um <laughs> if you um you know go to the whole group of people then That's your expenses right. come down okay. mm -hmm. so it's different things that you can do go to miami you know you can get My some really place. yeah Go down Miami. there, stay on the beach. My favorite place. Mm -hmm. um, go to Mango's, mm -hmm. you know, have a good yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> so, this so, is good. So the, the, the question that comes to mind for, for me is, um, I know in, in addiction, I, I always try to reference that, they tell you one day at a time. Mm -hmm. What's a, a, a slogan you would use for somebody who's saving? Because a lot of people want to see it happen right away. That's right. good, that's good. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people just want to be like, Oop, okay, I got $10,000 right away. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? What, 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 how can you help us? You know that? what I would say? Don't watch it grow. There you go. See? Don't watch it grow. Don't watch there it grow. Um, I like that. One thing that I had to do so that I, um, okay. because some people don't have the discipline. Okay. So I took my money that I save is not in the money that I spend account. Mm -hmm. I have a spending account. I also have a savings account. Okay. But that savings account is also in another bank. Mm -hmm. And that bank is downtown D.C., okay. and I don't even think it's open on the weekends. Well, I'm, okay. I don't even go in D.C. in the weekends, so unless I'm going to go do something. But mm -hmm. um, I go to that bank during the week, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and any money that I have that I want to save, I put that money in there during the week. Okay. That way, if something comes up and they say, okay, um, if an expense come up and they be like, 
okay, I'm going to try to find out how I can get that money without going to that bank account because mm -hmm. I don't want to go all the way down there to get it. Right. That's good. So whatever you have to do to make sure you don't touch that money, that's what you have to do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one thing, another thing that I did was I took some of my money and I put it in a CD. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Even though it doesn't that. have a great um, return, return. Okay. I can't touch that money for a year. Right. So, and it's a substantial amount of money. So, when you leave that money in there, mm -hmm. I can't touch that money. So, somebody say, oh, can I borrow? Oh, I, I don't I can't it. get it. Right. Right, right, right. I can't get to it until a year unless you want to wait a year. Right. Then I can let you borrow. <laughs> okay. So, those are two things. You want to put your money in a CD mm -hmm. or you want to put your money in a place where you're not going to get to it. Also, have some discipline and try to find a way to cover your expenses without you having to go into your savings. So now in doing if you that, have to go, go. Yeah. But if you don't have to, don't. Okay. Now, now, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. In, doing the, in doing that now, with that type of account, mm -hmm. do, do you have an ATM card? Do you have checks or anything? Or just basically just putting money into your savings? Yeah, I do have that, but I don't use it. But you do have it? Yeah, I do have it. Now, to me, that's for me, for me that would be unsafe for me. Okay. You, you see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So I would need one of those accounts where I just put it in there. Put it in there. Yeah. I don't have no. You can opt. You can opt not to get okay, one. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can opt. Okay. All right. Because but I, I know. As well. <laughs> I know for me. Okay. I just I feel safe if my account is at a certain level. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't feel safe when it's not. Mm -hmm. And so I like that. I'm not going to allow myself to go to a place where. I spend money unresponsibly on anything. If it's an emergency, mm -hmm. then you have to do what you have to do. Mm -hmm. But I just won't do it. But it's me. But everybody mm -hmm. got different disciplines. Okay. So now you're at the age um, that you can do that, right? Mm -hmm. Talk. Let's talk about somebody who, who's older, have retired. Okay, that's good. And they just—they're not even getting enough money to even pay their bills. Right. Actually, mm -hmm. how, 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 what can we do for them? Mm -hmm. I think one thing that you have to do when you get older and you retire, mm -hmm. um, first of all, before you retire, if you can, try to make sure your house is paid off. Because mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to be one less expense that you got to worry about. That's okay. true. That mortgage right there is going to be your biggest expense. Then you already got to worry about is the property tax. Okay. That's true. So if you can't do that, then you need to downsize. Okay. A lot of people right. don't want to do that. And you have to downsize Pride. to a place where... Mm -hmm. um, uh, you can afford to where you live at. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you um downsize, you want to get into a maybe a condo, mm -hmm. or you want to um do a Golden Girl style. Find some, <laughs> and if you're not married, okay. you can find some people that That's you can true. get some roommates. That's true. It's different things that you can do to make sure that you can make sure you can remain. Can, um, sorry, sustain that lifestyle mm -hmm. that you um have. Mm -hmm. Um. That's good. And sometimes they do sacrifice what you having to let, allow people to live with you or mm -hmm. rent your rooms out in your house. Yes. Um, they have Airbnb now mm -hmm. where if you if your um, house is in a, a decent neighborhood, you can rent out your house to mm -hmm. Airbnb with people who want to come in town for different okay. things mm -hmm. if you're in a good area. Um, you know, it's different things that you can do. Okay, because I hear a lot of your know, seniors saying that check just doesn't cut. They just don't cut it. Yes. They don't. They don't. Yes. They got to make a decision for, for food, or they got to make a decision about medicine. Mm -hmm. They got to make a decision about mm -hmm. clothes, whether they should wash the clothes or mm -hmm. go One to the, the cleaners. Other. They have so many things that they have to deal with, um, struggle with back and forth. Mm -hmm. As far as um, you know, and I would love to see somebody like yourself actually. Mm -hmm. 
help some seniors out. Okay. Because a lot of seniors need some help. Mm -hmm. I think there's a market there. I don't know how much money you would make off right. of them, but there's a market there Definitely. that they would appreciate mm -hmm. somebody just coming in and say, okay, I know you get this much from Medicare, or maybe you get this much from um, mm -hmm. retirement, so let's let's sit down and let's see what we can do. Right. Um, I just believe there's a high market for that because I work at the hospital and a lot of seniors come through and they talk about a lot of different things. Exactly. Um, and people in my family who are, you know, seniors, they're talking about how hard it is to make it from one mm -hmm. one day to the next with, with with what they're getting. So I think that's a good thing. I do yeah. have a question. Let's mm -hmm. let's go back just for a little. You said um, when you talked about emergency fund, or you talked about saving your money and disciplining yourself on not touching it unless you have to. Um, how important, or give me a, your opinion on if you end up withdrawing money from that account. How important is it? for you to put that same money back into that account mm. that you took out. Because I think um, for me, what I, I don't like out of experience, I don't like to take out and never put it back. Okay. That doesn't sit well with me. I feel better that if I sense. start putting Pay it yourself back. back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one thing I, I do too. So um, one thing, so at the beginning of the year, you're going to set, an amount of money that you want to save. Mm -hmm. okay. mm -hmm. And you're going to be tracking that on your spreadsheet as you go throughout the year. So on that, you're going to have an emergency. You say, okay, I had to take out $1,200 out of my um, savings account. Okay. So now you're $1,200 short from your goal. Right. So now you have to readjust your budget. Right. Mm -hmm. So, okay, you're going to look on your budget. Where can I, where, where can I, what can I do to make sure I get that's that money good. back? What sacrifice can I make? Right. To make sure I make that $1,200 back. Mm -hmm. And that's when... Either you do a part time. Another thing that we we miss out on is okay. creating streams of income. Okay, that's good. Let's speak. Some on people that. need to. Uh, we need to begin to create businesses. Mm -hmm. And one thing that we missed when um, Trump got in office, a lot of people missed is that he's a businessman, so he created the budget for business people to profit. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And he has so many rules and regulations and things that and credit tech, tax credits that business people can benefit off. Mm -hmm. If you have a business mm -hmm. and you do your taxes this year, you're going to benefit because you have that um stream of income. Mm -hmm. And so now you're going to be able to write off everything. Okay. Why? Because he created the budget for that. So when people go into office, a different office, you got to begin to listen to what they're saying mm -hmm. and see how you can benefit from it. You might, even though you may not like them, I think that's you good. need to begin to benefit from what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Find a way to benefit from it. I so like that. that's one thing that you have to do is you okay. have to go and say, how am I going to make this money back? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Am I going to not go on a trip? Am I not, if I'm, am I, if I'm not going to eat out for the next three months? I love it. That's good. Am I going to just cook? Um, or eat college life ramen noodles <laughs> um, for the next three months or next month or so. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out it's sacrifice that you have to make so you can meet your budget, meet your goal. Mm -hmm. So whatever sacrifice you have to make, you have to do that, and you mm -hmm. have to discipline yourself to get there. Yeah, I like what you said I about discipline because mm -hmm. you know even I always refer to this. They call this an addiction. You know when we're doing well and we've been clean for a while, this this is a word that they use. They call it gooditis, mm -hmm. right? So you get that gooditis where you feel like you deserve something. Yeah, okay. you feel okay. like I gotta go out and I got I can hey, I can take me a drink because I've been mm -hmm. clean for a while. I'll be okay. Mm -hmm. Or I can do this. or I can do that because I've been clean for a while. Talk to us about that as far as the mm -hmm. finances. So somebody's been saving. You know, they're on the right track, and they just feel like I deserve something. All okay. right. It's good. How, how does that work? In that well, way? you, well, first of all, all of us deserve okay. a good break. Okay. okay. So if you feel like you're one of those type of people who going to mm -hmm. need 
you know, a Something. good time every now okay. and again, put it in your budget. Wow. You can put it in there. Wow. A good time. <laughs> I'm, where's, where, where, this is my fun money. <laughs> okay. I like that. You know? Like so that. if you put that in your budget, okay, this is my fun money, and, okay, every month I have $80 that I can use mm -hmm. to go out to dinner or go mm -hmm. wherever. Put a this price is, on it. Yeah, put a price on it. Mm -hmm. So when you go out and you look at that menu. You know not to go over a certain yeah, amount. Don't order um, filet mignon with a, with a steak <laughs> and you see it costs $88. Okay. And then you over budget. That's good. Okay. So you got to um, discipline your taste mm -hmm. to mm. what you want to do. It's a sacrifice because in a couple of years when your account's where they need to be, you're going to be able to order whatever you want. Mm. Mm. That's good. You got to yeah. know that the prize is coming. You're just doing a sacrifice right now. That's good, Gloria. I like yeah. what you just said, know that the prize is coming, because a lot of times we look at it as so, so, uh, such a long way, so yeah. far ahead yeah. of us that we're just not going to get there. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just not going to happen. it's taking too long. It's taking too long. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going to make it, so I might as well just go ahead and dip into this money now yeah, because I'm really it. not going to get into it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to happen for right. me because it's taking too long. Mm -hmm. So I like what you said when you were on the onset of the story. You told, you was telling, on the onset of the show, I'm sorry, you was telling us about when you, were, when you lost your job. Mm -hmm. So what happens if someone is going on pretty well, they have money saved, mm -hmm. and then they end up losing their job? Okay. Where should they be? So, but I mean, let me rephr let me rephrase it. Okay. How do you prepare for that? The possibility of you could lose your job because okay. everybody mm -hmm. can lose their job. Exactly. So I want to rephrase okay. that question. Mm -hmm. How do you prepare for that? The possibility you don't want to think that I'm going to lose my job, right. but, but the possibility can you can't lose your job. Right. I've seen people been on the job thirty years, fifteen years, sixteen years, and one day they just come in and say, "Hey, we don't need you no more." Mm -hmm. So how do you prepare for unemployment? Okay. Mm. I think well, first thing is. We need to come to the realization that most people are only one check, one paycheck away we go. from being bankrupt. Mm -hmm. So if you're already there, you already know that you need to begin to go on a um, financial phase. That's just okay. your key. Mm -hmm. So um, research shows that every person should have at least, at the least, six mm -hmm. months of their salary okay. saved up. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you had six, six months of your salary saved up, that means that once you, if you lose your job mm -hmm. integrally, okay. and you're able to get an unemployment, okay. you're going to have the unemployment check that you have six months of your um, regular salary okay. saved up. Okay. Right. That's your emergency fund. Yes. That only had nothing to do with what you're saving. Okay. Mm -hmm. So once you do that, <coughs> then you have, um, um, you, once you save that, then you will have the ability to... Um, be able to live those next six months in peace because I got money saved up. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't have it, then you you want to have to hustle, you know, get a job. Mm -hmm. You might have to lessen your expenses. You may mm -hmm. have to move in with someone. It's different certain things. You might have to give up your car. Okay. You may have to give up certain luxuries because okay. of, you know, of drama or mm -hmm. trauma. So I like what you said about the part about giving up your car. Let's talk about that because that's mm -hmm. really the first thing people are just about lose is their car. They got the insurance. They have the note if they have a car that's been financed. And when you say give up your car, there's another side of giving up your car that you have to deal with, which mm -hmm. affects your credit exactly. at the same time. Yeah. So how can somebody prevent that um, when, when that happens as far as losing their car and still have to worry about paying that note? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I mean, there's nothing you can, I mean, not that I know of. I don't know of any um, strategies that you can do. As far, if you can't pay your car note, mm -hmm. you're going to have to give them your car, which means that right. you may have to take a hit to your credit. But okay. at least you don't have that burden anymore right. of okay. trying to pay something that you can't afford. Okay. Because, I mean, some things is, I mean, you can always build your credit back up. Right. Mm -hmm. But you trying to struggle every week to pay something that you can't afford, mm -hmm. and then you not don't have no peace, your peace is way more um, expensive than any luxury thing that you can have. If you're watching the show tonight and, and you're sitting at home and you're deciding whether you want to give your car back or keep your car or whatever the case may be, I, I like what Laurie has said that, you know, you can't rebuild your credit. We're not mm -hmm. advertising that you do that. But what we are advertising is peace tonight. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times we get That's in good. that situation where we want to keep that car and, you, you know, we, we just want to wait. We wait for the repo man to come and get that car. You know, and, and, and that's the bad part. That really hurts you when you wait for the repo man. So if you feel like that's what you need to do, then maybe work it out. But there's also some things I, I think I heard of that you can do when you purchase a car that you make sure you get that type of insurance on your car where they can pay, you know, the car will be paid off. I went to somebody with a Jeep dealer, and they, they've got that in their, in their contract when they first bought the car, that if something happens, you know, the car, they don't have to worry about it. The car will be paid off automatically. I don't know which wow. dealers do that, but I know the Jeep dealer did do that um, for, for this person. So they got that in the contract. They also got in the contract if they was to pass away, they can just uh, give their car to somebody else, and it would be paid for. So these are some of the things I know that's out there that you can possibly do. We're going to take one more break this for tonight, good. and then we're going to come back, and we're going to work out a budget for a few minutes. So if you have any calls, give us a call at 240-719-2560. Yes.
Welcome back to the Randall Fisher yes. Show. Tonight we're going to go into a budget with uh, Loria. She's, yes. We're going to talk about a budget. We've created a budget on the air while we were doing a commercial break. Yes. And we're going to go ahead and have uh, Loria talk to us about the budget that we came up with. Yes, yes. Okay, so this is a budget of a typical person. Um, this is a one individual mm -hmm. who has two children. Um, so we just created a budget, I think one child. We just created a budget mm -hmm. for um, this particular person who will who only makes $42,000 a year, mm -hmm. um, has $1,300 that's going to go into their mortgage. You have $150 that goes towards your utilities, which is probably underestimated. Mm -hmm. um, $250 for credit card um, debt payment, um, mm. $180 for cable, mm -hmm. $418 for car note, $50 for medications. $100 for travel, that's gas, if you need to catch the metro, those things like that. Mm -hmm. um, insurance, you're going to pay another $400. $400. Then daycare, you have $340. After that, because in the month, you're only going to make $3,200, mm -hmm. $30.77, which is also underestimated because I did not take out taxes. Mm. Okay. So at the end of all that, after your expenses, you only have $42.77. But if you really calculate all the estimates of not taking out taxes and not really get real, real numbers, yes. you're really under, you're really um, over budgeted. Yes. Mm. For someone who's making forty two thousand dollars, um, a year, and so most people do have these typical expenses and they do um, live this way and only making forty two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. Um, so that means that at this point, this person needs to make some sacrifices and make some adjustments because mm -hmm. at this point they need to find more income, mm -hmm. um, either get on Lincoln, uh, bring, uh, start to um, upgrade your resume, do whatever you have to do to make more money That's so that good. you can um, cover the expenses, just the expenses that you have. You can't, you ain't even talking about living yet. We're mm -hmm. just talking about just covering your expenses just to live uh, the basic things of life. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing that you may want to do is um, maybe create a business. That's one thing that you can do to, cre um, to create income. Um, and there's other things that you can do as far as Lyft, Airbnb, um, uh, what's the other one? Uber. Uber. Yeah. Um, and all these other things that you can do to make money. But, of course, that takes sacrifice of time that you have to do so that you can uh, make the money that you need. Did you hear what she said? Out of all that, she said you have like $42 left when yeah. you get paid. $42 a month, not even uh, uh, per pay. We're talking about monthly. $42. Now, that would depress me right off the break, $42 a month. So so anybody that feels like they, they don't have enough money left over at the end of their paying all their bills, and call us at 240-719-2560. So, Dr. Loria, I, I mean, I call her Dr. Loria because we call her Dr. Loria. So let's talk about um, faith. Okay. All right, let's talk about the people of faith tonight. We know, we pray that people are listening, they are, you know, they're about faith. But let's talk about faith, a way to save money and have faith in saving your money mm. from a spiritual perspective. Okay. Um, so one thing that um, faith Faith is the substance of things hopeful, the evidence of things not seen. Mm -hmm. okay. So when you're when you're talking about faith in your money, you have to literally live your life in a place where you see yourself as God sees you. Mm -hmm. okay. Because God see, He says, um, "I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly." Okay. So He wants us to live in, uh, in the abundance of life, okay. but we have to work ourselves out of. Did this place, this ruddy place, in order for us mm. to get to the place of abundance? That's okay. good. Once you 
can once you come to the mindset that you're ready to work and fight your way out of that place, okay. that's when you're gonna begin to see the substance. Mm. Okay. Because that's what you gotta start seeing is the substance. Because once you start seeing the substance, then you're gonna want to start moving towards the goal. The Bible says, I press towards the mark of the high calling, which is in Christ Jesus. So once you start pressing towards that high mark, because when you become um, Christ-like, Christ lived his life in a comfortable way. Mm -hmm. Sure did. And also, see, but Christ also lived his life where he relied on um, the earth to render what he needed. That's true. And so when you get to that place where you can walk in favor, well, wherever you go, favor is going to start to become come a part of your life. Mm-hmm. One of my friends, um, he's always talking to me about how people uh, is always giving to him on his job. He's mm-hmm. always, people always giving him, mm-hmm. they even give him money, they're giving him gifts, they're giving right. him presents. But because he has lived a life to cause for people to see the, the, the um, Christ inside of him. Yeah. Okay. So now he is living in a place of favor. Okay. And favor comes to him. Mm-hmm. Wherever he goes, people his people going to favor him because mm-hmm. he has that light shining inside of him. Mm-hmm. So your favor. Faith is going is going to also affect your money. That's good. So wow. when you get to a place where your okay. faith is affecting your money, you're gonna to start to see the favor of God come upon your money. Mm. People are gonna to start mm. to come into your life and gonna be start to show you different pathways to get to that place of abundance. Okay. But you have to have that Christ mindset okay. that Christ is gonna supply the fish that has what I need. Mm. Mm. Because when you tell the disciples, he said, Go in the fish's mouth and give Caesar what is his. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he was able to pay what he wanted. Why? Because he his, the earth supplied what he needed. Mm-hmm. So when you get to a place where you're in Christ, the earth will begin to um, begin to give you what you need. Mm-hmm. The earth mm-hmm. is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And if it's the good. Lord's, then it's ours because exactly. he said we are his children and mm-hmm. we, we reap the inheritance of who he is. Okay. So that is mm-hmm. definitely a um, mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Faith is a mindset shift. Faith with money is a mindset shift okay. that you have to come out of the old mindset of how you spend money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how you look at money. Okay. Because if you look at money in an unhealthy way, if you only look at money to supply your basic needs, then that's all money going to do for you. That's right. Wow. But mm-hmm. you got to look at money as this money is going to create a legacy for me. This money is going to give me what I need in the future. This money is going to create pathways for me. This money is going to be what I, it's seed. Okay. It's not just something to give what I get me what I need but mm-hmm. this is seed that God has given me and even if you sow it in different grounds mm-hmm. it's gonna start to reap and come back to me yes. wow. but that's faith sowing that's and that's so faith good. living and faith money so mm. so you know, I'm hearing you and I, and I understand it so let's talk about people who are struggling with tithing okay in oh, the church mm-hmm. right because a lot of people uh, uh, their faith is very weak when it comes to tithing in the church or giving in the church, giving their offering or giving their tithing or whatever else may come up. They feel like, I just can't afford to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay, so this is me. Okay. I believe in tithing, of okay. course. Um, I believe in giving your 10%, but I also believe in being a cheerful giver. Okay. Yes. So if I get up every week to go to church and I give my tithe because of Malachi 3, Okay. Yes, it commands that, you know, yeah. I do that. But I don't do, I don't give based on that command. I give because I'm a cheerful giver, as Jesus said. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Jesus said, be a cheerful giver. So I give, and I also give above mm-hmm. that 10%. Because mm-hmm. at, at this point, I'm I'm giving out of my abundance. Yes. I'm not giving out of a command. Because mm-hmm. he already did the command. Yeah. 
But when Jesus said, be a cheerful giver, now I'm giving from another um, dimension. Mm -hmm. So when you um struggling to do, just to give, period, that's already a problem. Mm -hmm. So the question is, is do you struggle just to give, mm -hmm. or are you just struggling with this 10%? That's okay. good. Because if you're struggling with this as a 10%, then I feel, I okay. mean, people may, okay. um you know, fight against it, okay. but I feel that you can adjust your giving. If you already under underextending yourself and you're trying to get yourself out of something, mm -hmm. then you just have to make the sacrifice. But I don't think you should not give anything. That's okay. good. You should give something. Okay. Yes, adjust. Yeah, so, adjust yourself accordingly. So the people mm -hmm. who are struggling out there with tithing, understand what she just said. She's saying if you are having difficulty tithing mm -hmm. for whatever the reason, still give something. Until you're able to build up your faith enough where you actually do start tithing. Your heart should be where you want to be a cheerful giver. Right. And, you know, and ask God, pray about it, and ask God to help you out when you when you have it. We've all had difficulty with, with tithing in some, some time or another in our lives, I'm mm -hmm. sure. But you have to still keep giving. Yeah. we got to keep giving because God keeps giving to us no matter yeah. what we do. We have to keep giving. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to have, um, let's my wife have, you have any more questions? Well, I do know that Laura has a business. Yes. Mm. And I would love for her to share about the business that she has established yes. as a young woman. Okay. Well, the business that I have is called Laurie Lavonna Consultant, in which I do bookkeeping for small businesses. Mm -hmm. okay. um, this bookkeeping consists of doing accounts payable, accounts receivable, and payroll for these companies. Yes. And my um, slogan is business made easy because I feel that um, small businesses especially, that they should be able to focus on their product and service and not have to focus on the business aspect behind the scenes mm. um, of trying mm -hmm. to get their business um, ran smoothly. Yes. So I want to be the one that comes in and say, okay, I will take care of your administration. I can take care of your payroll. I can take care of your accounts payable, your mm -hmm. accounts receivable and make sure all your books are prepared for the CPA when it comes to the end of the year because yes. most um, small businesses have to prepare their books so that the CPA can be able to view them and give them all their deductions all their credits that they need for their business to be successful yes so that's Wonderful. one um, aspect of my business that is active right now another okay. um, aspect that I want to get into this year is okay. um, doing personal budgeting for um, different individuals awesome. because I just want to begin to sew back into the community um, that um, discipline Okay. Discipline of being financially disciplined. So one thing that I want to do is called financial freedom fasting. I love okay. it. And so it's going to be a program where um, we we will just meet quarterly, okay. and when we come together that first mm -hmm. time, of course, we will create a budget. We'll create that budget, and once you create that budget, mm -hmm. you have three months to stick to that. Mm -hmm. cool. And um, we want to be supplying um, reading material because knowledge is fundamental. Okay. And when you, the more you read about finances and you can see the benefits of okay. just maintaining your money and being a place of, a person of discipline, you're going to begin to walk in a better place because mm -hmm. you had the knowledge in your head to mm -hmm. apply to your life. And so that's going to be one thing. So we're going to have reading. I'm going to have encouraging um, text messages that will go out to different people who want to join the group. Um, so that would be I one thing this. that I would be doing um, um, 2020. Cool. So that's what my business does. Um, I will have a website up. It will be up tomorrow, actually. Okay. Um, and so it's uh, .com. Um So that will be up. And also you can follow me on Facebook, on my Facebook page, which is also Laurie Levon Consulting. Um, so awesome. that's the things. And on the Facebook page, of course, we will have um, video tutorials and different things, that references that you can go to so that you can find financial help. 
So that means you can help us with our detail business. You can, can. come in and budget that for We do have a detail business, so um, Loria can come in. What I'm going to do now is so I'm going to ask um, Loria. Well, let, let's talk about something uh, for 30 seconds before I do this because she, I don't know what she's going to do. I don't know what God is going to do. But you have a, a, a spiritual background. Is that is that right? I know you sing and you preach and all of that good stuff. How does that work for you as far as finances is concerned? Do you approach your finances the same way you approach ministry? Um. I like to say I do. Okay. I like to look at myself as a um, a kingdom um, financer. Okay. That's good. So, and I live my life accordingly. Okay. The church that I'm part of, I make sure that if that, if any ministry that I'm on in, that, in my church, which is Heaven Hearts Worship Center, mm -hmm. um, 5840 Kirby Road, come there out we go. if you can. Yeah. Um, <laughs> If it's anything in my church that it is needed, I'll get it if I have the financial capacity to do that. Okay. Um, I like that. Because myself. I feel that if you make sure that God's house is handled, then he'll make sure mm -hmm. that you're handled. And that's one that. thing that God has always he sustained that. me because um, I've always been a giver. That's mm -hmm. just my heart. Yeah, that's one of my too. gifts that I give. And so um, I just make sure that I, I just want to be a kingdom financer. Here, financer. Mm -hmm. And then I also want to be able to sow into different vessels the knowledge and the wisdom that I know mm. um, as far as money. Okay, and so um, even the little uh, the thing that I'm doing next year, the, the Freedom Financial, that's not mm -hmm. even going to really cost. If anything, feed it out, um, charge, it'll be so that we can eat or have supplies okay. or whatever we need sure. for um, the different gatherings that we're going to okay. have. But it won't be for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so... These are different things that you have to have that mindset that you want to make sure that God's house has and that everything is supplied. And I'm, and I'm not a selfish person. You know, you said something. I always look for a confirmation. This morning I was coming to church and I came in and I saw that the parking lot was clean. I want to thank <laughs> the ladies that cleaned the parking lot. But I, 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 was, I felt so good on the inside that the parking lot was clean because my responsibility is, you know, the building. So I felt so good that when I mentioned it and our pastor just got the people to jump right to it. But I had to ask God, why am I feeling so good about the parking lot being clean? I had to ask myself the question. I mean, I really felt like this was the best thing that I could feel for that day. And the Lord told me, he said, the way you, want, the way you care about my house is the same way I care about you. Exactly. And you just said that. And the way you clean my house is the same way I'm going to clean your house. Exactly. The way you're concerned about my house is the same way I'm going to be concerned about your house. And that thing just done me good. And just to hear you say that was a confirmation. Mm -hmm. And from what I heard from him, because I had to ask myself, wait a minute. You know, it's a whole lot of stuff I could want to be thankful for and a whole lot of stuff I think I need. But to see the church clean wasn't one of the things that was on my mind at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I thank you. I thank you guys for cleaning up the church that day. So now mm -hmm. what we're going to do is we're going to have Lori look into the to camera yes. for about 40 seconds and talk to somebody, Lori, that um, may not have had a good childhood. You understand what I'm saying? They may have had to struggle for everything that they've got. Mm -hmm. They have may, may have had to scrape and quell. I had a, a, a lady uh, that was pretty good. I won't mention her name. Prophesied to me and said, look like I'm always like a cat. And look like I'm always trying to scratch and get out of the, get out of the barrel. But it seems like I keep falling back down. And this was years ago. This was back when I was first trying to become clean and sober. Mm -hmm. And she said, I see you scratching, but every time you get to the top, you just drop back down. Let's talk to somebody that might be mm. experiencing That's that. That's good. Um, so um, I just want to encourage uh, anyone out there who is either going through financially or going through emotionally, yeah. um, socially, economically, or any other way. Um, like first, I want to encourage you that God hears your heart. 
um, he knows your heart. He sees your heart. He sees your struggle. He sees what you're going through. Yes. And um, one thing is you have to understand that God cares about you. He cares about the state of your heart. Your heart is what is controlling um, the uh, journey of your life, the journey okay. of how you view things. You view things through your heart. And so uh, from your childhood up, everything that has affected has affected your heart. Mm -hmm. And the Bible mm -hmm. says in Matthew 6 and 21, for um, where the treasure is, that is where mm -hmm. your heart will be. Mm -hmm. And so over time, your heart has um, aligned itself with different things. Your, your heart has aligned itself with different people. Your heart has aligned itself with different paths. And now God is saying that he wants you to look at your treasure. When you mm -hmm. look at your treasure, it's going to tell you the condition of your heart. And today, I just want you to realize that wherever your financial state is, it's because of where your heart is. Mm -hmm. If your heart is in different um, areas that is not beneficial to you, then you're going to start to feel the stress and the strain mm -hmm. in your finances. So mm -hmm. God is really saying, daughter, son, I want you to begin to look at your heart. I'm concerned about your heart. I'm concerned about your journey. I'm concerned about mm -hmm. how you're spending your money. I'm concerned mm -hmm. about your income. I'm concerned about your expenses. I'm, ex I'm concerned about everything that concerns you and so he's saying that he wants you to trust in me the Bible says to trust in the Lord with all your heart yes we're going back to the heart again you trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding do not ignore mm. your heart in this season do okay. not ignore where your heart is stirring you the direction okay. that is stirring you in your heart the, the direction that your heart is guiding you in because God mm -hmm. at this hour in this time he's getting ready to set you up for something supernatural to happen here. in your life and Come if on. you don't listen to your heart you're going to miss out on great opportunities for God to do something fantastic in your life mm -hmm. so at this point I want you to listen to your heart lean not only to your own understanding, but in all your ways, begin to direct your heart in all your ways, acknowledge the Lord and he will direct your path. There is going to be avenues. There is going to mm. be associations. There Come is going here. to be opportunities for you yes. to change your heart and to change your journey about how you handle your money, mm. because how you handle your money is going to show you the different influence that you're going to have in the earth. When you change your money situation, then your influence change. And when your influence changed, then your com your family changed. Mm. And when your family changed, then your community changed. And when your community changed, then here. your church can change. It, nothing, it all starts at your heart. So mm. when you change your heart, mm. then God can change your status. He can change Goodness. your situation. He can change who you are. And so today, I just want to encourage you to listen to your heart. Allow your heart to mm. carry you to a better place. Allow your heart to carry you to a place of abundance. Wow. Ooh. Come on, let's give her a hand. Awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. I think our time well is coming well to a close, but I want to just thank Lori for coming. I want to thank her guests for coming out tonight. I want to yes. thank my wife. I want to thank Stan, the engineer. I am just grateful tonight that um, Lori uh, graced us with her presence to yes. talk about finance. My yes. prayer is that somebody really got something out of tonight, that somebody will see things different. I know yes. I see things different just by talking to her. I feel things different, yeah. but I feel like I can still make it. Yeah. So I, I'm so grateful about that. So I, as, I don't want to miss out like I did last time. I want to wish everybody a happy new year, yes. and God bless you all. Thank you so much for tuning in on tonight. Happy new year. I like that I cut too short.
Thank you.